Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Golf Burrito. We've got a lot of good stuff on deck this week. Ryan, it's good to see you after 112 hours of work in the past four days. Yep, it was a long. <laughs> I'm glad this week's over. Going on a little three day siesta to the great state of Texas. Ooh, Texas. We're looking forward to it and not having to work for a while. You've been working a lot, man. Like a lot. Too much. Like a ton. I feel unemployed compared to you. Hey. But you got to make that money. Appreciate the grind. Appreciate it. <laughs> so, we've got quite a bit um, for this podcast. Um, we're going to we're gonna review another burrito, of Always. course. U.S. Open was last weekend, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, some, 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 stuff. some random golf news that is sort of hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then we've got a pretty deep Q&A. Yeah, we Thank sent you out. Yeah. for all the people that responded and sent us questions. Yeah, really appreciate that. Um, got some good ones. Thank you to everyone that posted on the Instagram. And if you haven't followed our Instagram, do so at the at, Golf Burrito. At the Golf Burrito, yeah. that's good. Um, posting some good stuff as much as we can. So yeah, go give it a follow on Instagram. All right, Mitch, here we go. I mean, yeah, I guess like Kick all other off. episodes, without fail, we'll do the. The old burrito review. Mitchell, you were you were gone for. I was gone for a few days in the mountain. I missed you, man. You were you're gone for like four weeks. I was gone mountain, for, for the, four days. The mountain journey in the Rockies. This one is Eagle Ranch Golf Club or golf course. I'm not sure what. Course. Probably Eagle Ranch course. Golf Course. Okay. In e- Eagle, Colorado. Eagle Ranch Golf Course. Um, their breakfast burrito. Was, I haven't heard about you haven't told me about this one yet yeah so we excited. haven't talked about this one yet um, so it was eight dollars seems to be a decent number that's that's the golden number I guess so far. half of what last week was so you know what that's gonna that'll do that'll do um, it was I, I can't really describe it anything other than it was square like if you it was a normal like shape of the burrito, but if you looked down it, like if you sat it upright and looked at it from a bird's eye view, it was a square. Do you have a picture Some, of it? I do. We'll post it. Is it somehow? Do you think they like pressed it on the grill yeah, with like, it was like, like a patty smasher? Like, There's like it was like so, in that sizzle. It was so weird. It was like they. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> <laughs> Looks like something you get from like Sonic or something. It, it was in a square, I'd, and it was crisp. It was a, a firm square. Oh, so oh interesting, not bad or good, just different. It was crunchy, like it. It was hardened, like the the tortilla was definitely hardened. Somehow. Like borderline old. It couldn't have been old because of the shape that it had become. Yeah, because you know when it gets old, It'll like the crack. edges start getting yeah, a little it, like it wasn't. It was that gets dicey. Yeah, so it was just a square. Um, heavy on the cheese. <laughs> there was a ton of cheese in that thing. Was it melted though? Yeah, it means like, it was if you cooked, get a lot of, but it was like a, it's it fine was, if you have a lot of cheese, but if it's not melted, then you're just like, what, <laughs> what am I eating? What's happening? No, it was it was definitely melted. Um, it had bacon as well, mm-hmm. but the, it I had to go back in and and look at the menu to know that it was bacon, because I I found it in there and I like pinched a little piece of it out, and it tasted like a sliced up piece of like cold cut honey ham from the grocery store. Well, you know, Mitchell, that ham and bacon come from the same am- animal. But 
bacon usually is thicker than a sheet of paper. Oh, mm. and usually doesn't taste of honey. Are you think it was just? You think they just I think like it was just cut up honey ham? They just bought ham from Walgreens. Or they just called Walmart, it bacon. Walmart just, that day just, just like sizzle the sides and cut call it, up. it bacon. Oh my! Yeah, so that was kind of. It's like Canadian bacon. Yeah. It really oh was. gosh. Um, pineapples in there too? No, no, no pineapples. And then there was green chi- green chili. The strips. But it was it was green chilies, like as in green chili peppers. Oh, those are good. Like in like diced up. Like green peppers or green chilies? It said green chilies. But was there were they spicy? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. yeah green were, chili strips are good. They were like the ones in Pueblo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, definitely spicy. A little heat. Little but action. It, but the menu said green chili, and it was it wasn't green chili chilies. as in the liquid. It, it was like green chili. Green chili is usually the liquid, and green chilies are usually the. Just so some, strips. some discrepancy there. I need to clear that one up for the customers. Um, contents and ingredients, three. It was heavy, heavy on the cheese. A little bit of egg, some potato, and that was the majority. It took me like five bites before I got to the green chili. The green chili. Just a bad distribution of the substances. Not a good distribution of the ingredients. <laughs> so three out of five. Presentation, three. Average, it came in... Like a, a little, um, like cardboard little pl- kind of tray thing. Like you put a like hot some, dog in. Yeah, like wrapped in some brown paper. So I mean, it was like. Oh, it's like the picture you showed me. Um, I mean, it could have it could have easily been a lot lower than that. So. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, it was wrapped okay. up like a yeah. like in swaddling yeah, cloth. That... <laughs> Just presented like. Anyway. Like a baby. Yeah. So three out of five there. Flavor, three point two. Just thinking back, might have been slightly generous, but I was starving, so mm-hmm. it was all right. I mean, it was good. It was, you know, all, most 3.2. most burritos are, it wasn't are a pretty five. solid. It wasn't a five. Yeah. But value two point eight because it was kind of small mm-hmm. for eight bucks. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't you know side action. It's gonna be a zero. There was, it was just the burrito. Negative side action. Just just a zero straight up. Yeah, no. did you put any uh, hot sauce or anything on it? No, I, I can't believe anything. you. Would you call that eating a burrito dry? Like, what do you call it? Like, I'm going to eat maybe. this thing dry. I thought there dry. was green chili in it. So I was like, it's um, going to be moist. There, back to the green chili. Yeah, so, and it wasn't. <laughs> Structural integrity, five out of five. That Ugh. thing was a brick. It was crisped up. What is it? It was no chance. I, I mean, you could have taken like a... So five out of five is like, was it great structural integrity is it like everything you look for in a structured burrito it was highly structured which is good like did you like that oh, shoot i guess that's a good point i mean i give it a five out of five because it was 100 percent strength oh okay <laughs> we may need to re- revisit the Re-evaluate. structural integrity i mean it was it was nice but it didn't i was never worried about it falling apart that's good. Like I could hold it in my hand without the wrapping or anything. You could you could have thrown it around like, like a football and, and nothing would have fell out. Moved around and it wasn't gonna fly everywhere. That's good. So I was working while holding it. So oh, okay. I'll give it nice. a for an average two point eight three. I mean average. Like 2. you just said, just yeah, strictly just average burrito. Not terrible. Not fantastic. That's okay. If I was hungry and I was playing golf there, I'd probably get it. You know? Okay. Nice. I'd probably eat it anyways. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's okay. Eagle Ranch, you did all right. We could step, you know, step it up. I'll also note this Poor is the first one I've had that was just a flour tortilla. It wasn't flavored. Nice. Give me a high five for that one. Nice. Yeah. Finally, we actually just a reg tortilla. Was it was it good? Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Nothing to write home about, but I didn't just throw it up later. Burrito. So yeah, it was all right. 
I hope you don't. It's days in the past, so it should be okay. All right, Mitch. U.S. Open, man. U.S. Open. What'd you think? What'd you think? Um, did you get to watch any of it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I, watched I watched most of it. I watched all of Sunday. Yeah, me too. I yeah. didn't watch a ton of the other three days, but I, wa- I did watch yeah, a lot. Yeah, I watched of a lot on, not much on Thursday. Working at a golf shop is good. Because you can watch it all the time. Yeah, it's always on. So watched a little bit on Thursday, watched a good amount on Friday. Saturday was kind of nah. And Sunday I got to watch most of it because Father's Day, so I had yep. the afternoon off. Sure. So got to watch a little bit with Pops. <clears throat> good finish. It was a good finish. I. Do you expect I that? Don't Gary Woodland. Say the name, but Brooks Kepka. Oh he had man. A, he had a chance, dude. I thought he was going to shoot Wasn't fifty-four. He four under through five. Four under through five, man. Guy was playing golf. He, that I mean, that's what you do. I mean, Justin said it perfectly last week. You know, you make your money on the front nine out there at Pebble Beach. Yeah. So uh, what I've heard, and what I kind of, I thought it, and then I heard it from other people. It didn't seem like a U.S. Open. How? A lot of people said it. Scores it, too high? No, just Low? it seemed You like, called it. I think you won our bet. I said 10 under. Yeah. You guys said like 2 and 6 or something. Yeah. So the thing is, it just didn't seem to play as hard as past U.S. Opens. Yeah. But it's also Pebble Beach. So you just can't but, make it that long. But past U.S. Opens have played borderline unfair. Shinnecock was, was awesome. fried. It was awesome. But on Saturday and Sunday, it was fried to a crisp. Because, like, Phil Mickelson said it best. Like, if the U.S., if these courses don't get rain, then we are screwed. Done. Yeah, and so, so I, I actually mean, heard they, they put a lot of water on the golf course early in the week at Pebble. And then they just got a bunch more rain and wet. Um, I think it was ref- the marine layer. That's what I heard it called. Yeah. Just, they didn't get any rain during the golf tournament, Yeah, it, it was just the... The marine. The, the mist. The, yeah. The moistness in the air. Moistness from the majestic mist. So that Monterey. <laughs> oh no. Say that one four times fast. So, uh, I mean, I, was it sick? Yeah. Yeah, it's Pebble Beach, like was U.S. It, Open. Did it? I it didn't live up to my standards. I wish. I. I don't know why. I just thought it would be like. Shout more. out to Gary Woodland. Like he played lights out, but like uh, I mean, like he's he's not the he's not the show stop stopper superstar. Yeah, guy I mean, on the PGA he, Tour that everyone, if you name off ten golfers on the PGA Tour, he's not going to be in that list. No, but I I was looking at some of his stats because that's the kind of person I am. Um, he had four. So wait, no, let me let me back it up. He had two bogeys in his first three rounds. Just pars and birdies, two bogeys in three rounds of golf. That's pretty good. That's really holes. good at Pebble Beach. That's insane. That course was not playing hard, easy either. No. You got um, off the fairway and you were done. He hit seventy-two percent of his greens in regulation, and it, yeah, and seventy percent uh, fairways off and the tee. Eighty percent up and down. Eighty percent in up and downs. That's unreal. That's crazy for four days of golf. Yeah, I don't. And I don't he, think I could do that in five holes. He was just shy of two strokes gained putting on the field. That's a lot. That's a lot of strokes. I mean, and like guys like Justin Rose putted really good, but you know. So, I mean. Some of those putts that Woodland made were just insanely mm, long. He dude. got bailed out and a few times. So, I mean, he and not it, bailed out. He he grinded. He absolutely grinded. He hit some poor shots and made pars when he needed to. And when he hit his good shots, he capitalized, which is right. how you win. And up until this tournament, 
he was 0 for 7 with a 54-hole lead. I mean, uh, at um, where did they have last year's um, PGA Championship in St. Louis? Bellarive. He was in the four hole. He was in the final group oh. with Tiger, or second he, to last group. Oh yeah, he talked and about he that. And he choked. Yeah. Just, but so like good, good for Gary Woodland, and the story too with like his kid. Uh, he lost. He was his wife had twins, and he lost one of the kids yeah, at birth. A twin boy and a twin girl, and they the twin girl didn't make it. Yeah, the boy did. Father's Day, great story. His wife's pregnant with twins again. Twin what are girls. the odds? What are the odds? So it's just a good story, and the whole thing with that that Amy girl that he brought to Scottsdale. Yeah, to Phoenix on the sixteenth. Yeah, and like, so he talked cool. to her at the press conference, yeah. and he went, he's on the Today Show with her. That was yeah. the most um, viewed, most viewed, and most interacted with video PGA Tours ever posted. Yeah, so just awesome story. Good, so good for Gary Wooden and um, Wilson staff or Wilson. He's carried on. Since like nineteen the nineteen hundreds, nineteen hundred, nineteen ten, a player has won a major in that decade playing Wilson clubs. Because he's carried on that since like nineteen hundred. Really? Unreal dude. Whoa. Yeah. Wilson staff, everybody. If you need new clubs. Yeah, we one of the local uh, general managers yeah. in our area our plays boy. Wilson staff. Keith. Keith. Shout out to Keith if you're listening to this. Wilson staff. Love it. I've heard they're good. I mean, they do the driver versus they, driver on Golf Channel. That's his pretty cool. irons looked sweet. I mean, he only plays the irons and then like a fairway wood. Yeah. He's got I've a ping it. driver. Um, Gary? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a ping driver. He has an arrow burner three wood or five wood. One he of didn't the, really hit that he much. Didn't, I don't think he even had it in the bag because in the picture he had like 16 clubs in his bag. So you know how they like take pick and choose depending on conditions. What was but his flat stick? That was the money maker for him. Scotty. Scotty. He's a Scotty. But he has a, he has two Vokey wedges and then a sixty four degree high toe, which, which he, chipped he chipped off of seventeen. That shot was off nuts. Of the green, so sick with a sixty four. Even 64. sicker. Is that a word? Yeah. Yeah, even more sick. Not sicker. sicker. I don't know. Sickly. <laughs> the sickest. <laughs> it was cool. Chipping off of a green is pretty bold. It doesn't happen often. I think the only other time I've seen it was at the Masters. And he stuffed and it. Was like it. Phil or someone. And he put there. it like two feet and tapped in for if par. That, yeah. Just so good. Icy. And then Saturday, you know, he got on, what was that, 13 and 15, mm-hmm. where he was like buried against the lip, like hosled it, and then made the next putt. And then on 15, when he left it short and surprisingly didn't roll down the hill and made like a 50 footer. Yeah. That's pretty. Like he was playing good. Tip of the cap to so, Mr. Gary Woodland. That's Mr. cool. Woodland. And it was cool. I got to see Gary Woodland win um, the waste management in two years ago. Was that 2018? Yeah, 2018. So last year? Yeah, last year. Not this year. So like two February. Ricky won this year, but yeah. the year before that, Gary Woodland beat Ches Reevy in a playoff. Ches was in one of the final groups too. That's yeah. Cool. <clears throat> so that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it was a it was a good, it was a good week of golf. I'm I'm pleased with everyone. Said USGA was they did good. I think from what all the players and everyone were were saying. Yeah, and that was yeah yeah. It was it was fair. It was hard but fair yeah. out at at Pebble. So let me just pose a question because I was reading a little bit about this. The whole idea of protecting par mm-hmm. is it in a in a U.S. Open or like a major? Should it? Should you have to play extraordinarily well 
to break par? Or no. Are we, are we beyond that with technology and the way that these guys play? are so good? They can break par. You know, you give them four rounds of golf, they're gonna break par. I mean, think of like the Olympic Club when um, Webb Simpson, Webb won. Simpson won, and he you shot, know, I we were pretty like two or three or two four over, over two over, yeah, for four days. So is that? Would you rather see that and guys making like hitting good shots and getting penalized and just being ridiculous, or where it's so easy, it's just a birdie fest? No, I don't think I don't. I didn't think Pebble Beach was a birdie fest at all. No, I Shinnecock was might have been a little hard, but there were still birdies. Brooks shot like six under for the week. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everyone likes birdies, right? Everyone likes seeing you hit good shots and getting rewarded for it. So if it's gonna like, I don't know. These guys are the best in the world. It, it golf's so interesting in the fact that like you know if an MLB player has a good season he's going to hit 40 or 50 home runs which is really really good yeah and if these guys play and you're saying if they play really really good they're going to shoot two under like right. you know it's it's yeah. hard it's hard it's apples That's to oranges a good comparison but no one said it like that um I, I just think I like seeing birdies but I don't like like you see like, some tour events where like these guys are like 10 under for the day yeah they finished at like 22 under or 16 under that's too easy some of the, the web.com guys finished at like 25 under yeah so I, I like birdies <laughs> but like a healthy like this might seem big but like 5 to 15 is sure. I think is a healthy sure for 4 days of golf and these guys are the best in the world I yeah, think well, that's fair that's good so speaking of the web.com tour well let's the, talk about wait let's talk about how our picks did oh you just perfectly segued me and then just booted I'm sorry, me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're going back. Our picks. I don't. I mean, I picked Tiger Woods. He played okay. And Brant Snedeker. He missed the cut, I think. Did not play well. Well, at least my guy, Brooks, played well. Tiger didn't yep. play well. Zach Blair. He also had Phil, though. Phil took it 8 on 18 on And I had Rory, Saturday. too. Rory was in it for Kinda. two days. Yeah. And then, yeah. Shout out to Sturdy. He picked Vic Hovland. He was he was a low am oh, just yeah. at one stroke outside the top ten, making his pro debut in Connecticut. That's Travelers this week. That's sweet. Him and Matt Wolf, I think, are both yeah, going. Yeah, Matt pro. Wolf is too. So that's cool. So, okay, now we'll okay now segue. we're going to circle back, segueing to the Web.com tour. For those of you listening who aren't familiar with the Web.com tour, it's a feeder tour for the PGA tour. So it's like the Colorado Eagles feeding to the Colorado Avalanche. It's like a it's still professional. Yeah. But st- it's st- one step below and you kinda have to earn your way onto the PGA tour. Yeah, it's different. I, it, it's best. different than most almost every sport though. Well that's just an analogy. Yeah, yeah. I mean obviously these are all team sports, but yeah Minor you gotta to you gotta play good. Major league. And you gotta qualify <laughs> for golf tournaments. And you gotta so you gotta win. Usually you go straight to the web dot com tour. And then from there, well, you don't go straight to it. You have to qualify for it. You got to qualify. And there's a bunch of mini tours around the country. McKenzie Tour. But then once you're on the web tour for a certain amount of time, is it money? It's, I think it's a money list. It's, it's don't a money quote list us on at that. the end of the year, I think. And that's what gets you your PGA Tour cards. You yep. got to win money. They give, what, like two away a year? Two yeah, or three? Not a lot. It's hard. It's tough. So these guys are shooting. They're, They're winning playing. tournaments, but they, then they, 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 they get their card, and then they start struggling on on the big tour and it that just shows you like the gap there's a big gap dipper, differential between the two but anyways the web web.com has been a sponsor of that tour for seven years most of the time that I've been paying attention to golf it's been the web.com 
And now it is newly announced. It is now the Corn Fairy Tour. Corn Fairy. What in the world? Corn with a K. Corn with a K. Fairy. Is, isn't there a band named Corn? Like yes, the it's heavy like metal? A screamo band. And it's with a K too? Yeah. That's so weird. I just. I ain't about that. Corn Fairy Tour. It's being nicknamed the KFC Tour. <laughs> the Corn Fairy Corporation, I think. KFC. Consulting. Consulting. Corn Fairy Consulting. KFC. So the KFC Not Tour. Not Philip. It's now. Colonel They're Sanders giving, is now the man. They're just giving away thighs on the, what on the first tee. Get your biscuits and your coleslaw on the first just tee so, and go out and play your round of golf. I'm sure it'll be, like, business-wise, I'm sure it's a good partnership, but it just sounds horrible. The name is ridiculous. Corn Fairy. The KFC Tour. Look for it. Watch for it. A lot of good dudes coming up from the Corn Fairy <laughs> these days. You think it's going to, like, drop... Like, if, like viewership and reverse roles like one of these mini other mini tours like the McKenzie tour or the, like the Hooters tour no. the Cactus tour just like makes a rise and is like now this is the top dog uh, I don't mini think tour. so I think they're this place has got 9,000 employees in 50 countries they're corn I've never heard of it they're, they're kind of the big dogs Let's and I guess work. they're fine it like makes the tour way more financially stable because it's a I don't know consulting consulting firm yeah. so I mean Hmm. It'll still be the dog, but it's just kind of a, what the heck. That's okay. Oh, well, I mean. Yeah, whatever. It's just a name. Yeah. It's just like when sports teams name their. Stadiums and stuff. Like, or yeah. What? Yeah. Just like Colorado's, like, think about naming the the Broncos, because Sports Authority went out of business. Like, a big marijuana dispensary. Wants to name it. Yeah, like, that's oh, so geez, stupid. Whatever. It'll always be in Vesco Field. In Vesco, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Sports Authority Field in Mile High. Vesco at Mile. In Vesco, Vesco. yeah, that's good. Nice. All right. Well, enough of the golf banter about news and such. Such. Q&A time. I'm glad you came up with this idea. We've been... I don't know. We should do this, we should do this like, pretty often. Not, like, every week. Frequently. Maybe, like, every week. Just, like, send in your your questions. questions. I like it. Mm-hmm. This is going to be thought provoking. Yeah, let's let's just I mean, dump right into it. Okay, let's see. First one from at cut c u t t sauce. At cut sauce. Cut sauce. Ryan Cutter. Ryan Cutter. He was. He's he's a former. What do we? Yeah, I mean he went to school with us. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now he's an assistant in Montana, I believe. Or is he head? Ryan, head. I'm sorry. I. I'd, he's an HP? I don't know. I. Anyways, he's in Montana somewhere. He's HP. Hey. We talked to him. I think he might be first assistant or something. Cool. But Ryan is out there in Montana doing good things. He goes, let's see what he says. He says, triple barrel time. What kind of personal care does it take to be as good looking as you both? <laughs> oh, my god. First question. Second question. How do I hit bombs like Mitch? Oh, my god. That's pretty standard. Second, Third question is, how do I swing buttery like Boyd's? Ooh. Ooh. Buttery. Buttery. All right, you want to start it off? Answer. What kind of personal care does it take to be as good looking as us? As us. Well, folks, there's one simple answer <laughs> head and shoulders. <laughs> no, not. <laughs> I'll start it. Old Spice. No, okay. It's Old it. Spice. So, head for me, go for it. Two showers a day. 
just because like I like to take one in the morning is that why to wake our up. Water bill is so high. Okay, chill. They're like you're, three you're minute t- showers. You do take exceptionally fast showers. Yeah, I don't have a lot of hair. Like I'm a small guy. I don't have a lot of surface area <laughs> to wash. Surface area. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, two showers a day. One, one, the first one's in the morning, just to, like kind of wake up and like get kind of your post sleep stench off of you if you mm-hmm. have one. Anyways, and and then one at night. But head and shoulders just standard. And then right. I think I have um, degree deodorant maybe. That doesn't have anything to do with how good you look. Yeah, but looking good <laughs> is smelling good. I shave. I have to shave every day. Whoa. According to my job. Got to keep the clean face in the golf Go shop. Shave. So I use shave shameless beard. plug for Harry's. Exclusively oh, yeah. sold at Target. Heard of that. It's like kind of like a Dollar Shave Club. A little bit more expensive, but it's yeah. it's good stuff, man. I got... Um, it's kind of like shave butter. It's not foam. It's sure. like the butter. It's like a cream. So like you don't have to... You don't get that burn after you shave. And right. It's like a lotion. So really nice. It's lotion. And brush your teeth, kids. Okay, that's critical. Dude, brush your freaking teeth. And floss. If you don't brush your teeth, I also floss like three times a day. I floss like I'm I'm extra that way once though. Once a day, once every so, other day. I'm just okay, I'm gonna finish answering this question sure. for me. Side note about the flossing thing: I had like five cavities a year ago. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't floss. I have flossed so much. I've gone through like you just got scared. No, I go through industrial amounts of floss. Scare tactics. Yeah. Yeah, you came home with like, like a, a Costco style floss. Yeah, no, I I floss like it's going out of style. Do it. Got to floss. Got to brush your teeth. Critical. Also, get your hair cut by somebody who knows how to cut hair. Oh, quit I forgot about the haircut. Quit going to like super cuts. Great clips. <laughs> Sports clips. I went to you, you recommended uh, Floyd's to me, dude, and I went Floyd's. there. Floyd's, and it's like pretty co- like it was like twenty five bucks after tip, which 25 is twenty five bucks. That's it's standard. A, it's more expensive than if you go to Great Clips. But and Great get Clips, it for 10 it's bucks. like no, dude, it's like it's still like fifteen bucks. Dude, so like they give you a high quality haircut, and they do like the neck massage. They do the neck the, massage. They'll do the they do the straight razor on the back of the neck, the shave, the back of the neck. I love the straight razor. Feels so yeah. cool. Have you seen, <laughs> side note, Sweeney Todd. Have you seen Sweeney Todd? No. Oh, gosh. Okay, it's, we'll watch that after. It's with Johnny Depp, and he's like a demon barber. And he has like the straight oh, blades. <laughs> kind of freaks I've out. never heard of that. Oh, really? Well. No, I'm going to hate him. Um, yeah, so good haircut. Um, get the right hair product. Ask your barber <clears throat> slash stylist what to use that won't make you look crazy. Get some good product. If you have hair. longer hair, don't use hair gel use some paste and usually it's recommended that you don't use the shiny stuff unless that's your style but the stuff that finishes a little bit more matte matte yeah see i like a little bit of shine but not like grease ball looking yeah yeah there's a fine line find it find that line and then stick you got it it's it's a big trial and error with the hair product okay um also uh steamer critical got steam the clothes because if oh we're going to fashion now too how do you how does it take to look as good as us oh i thought it was just like i mean personal care sure but like above the shoulders you gotta also you know when you walk into a room the first thing they notice isn't if you brush your teeth it's like that guy's shirt is wrinkled as crap it's crap (laughs) it's wrinkled as crap (laughs) steam it 
Just yeah. get a steamer we, and steam. Shout out to we, my mom. Mom, if you're listening, thank you for my steamer. Got one for voice. Easter. Appreciate you. This thing was this thing is sick. It's it's great. It's or or get an sure. iron, I guess, if you're like old fashioned like Steamers that. Steamers are better. Just steam it. Just yeah, do it. It's steam. fast. Steaming is the way of the future. Steam it, throw it on, done. Get some and okay. shoes, obviously. You gotta have a good shoe gang. Yeah. There's two sure things in life okay. that wait, there's two things in life that you can't have enough of, in my opinion. That's shoes and hats. Okay. So that's kind of my. I don't wear a lot of hats, but you gotta have some good hats too, especially if you're on the GC. I have way more hats than I wear, but yeah, but you know, like you have still them. Still got them. And yeah. shoes, right? You don't wear. I'm looking at your shoes right now, and you. <laughs> I've never seen you wear like two or three of these, but you wear most of them. <laughs> There's a lot here. We got a lot of shoes. I like it though. Um. Yeah. Also, brown and and blue. Don't wear. Navy blue and black, please. Don't wear khaki pants and black shoes. When oh. This is on the golf course. Don't wear... Don't wear shoes that are darker than your pants. And you're... In also, most scenarios, just don't do it. Now let's take... We're, this is the episode... This episode should just be called Segways. We're going to segue <laughs> to the bells. <laughs> okay. So you, right now you're talking to a couple of guys that worked on the East Coast. And um, belts are more important than you think, folks. My boss, <laughs> Steve, hope you're listening to this somewhere. I was wearing a white belt on the first tee, like my second day there in, in Atlanta. And he says, what is that? I said, what is what? He goes, that thing on your waist. I said, well, Steve, it's a belt. Maybe you should get one. He says, white belts either mean that you're bad at karate or you suck at life. Take That's it tough. off and never wear it again. Yeah, white, there, there's a lot of guys on tour that wear white belt, and it's kind of a look. I mean, especially big West Coast look, but as you trend farther to the East Coast. but Dude, I just hate the, it now. Now, I, do it. I just bought a sweet navy belt from Next Belt, shameless plug. They're sweet. I the little a, the I cinch bought, belt. That, I bought a Travis like, Matthew, like a black one with like a little like floral pattern on it. Mm. It's like black and then a really dark gray. It's from a distance. It's a black belt. You get up close. Got a little action on it. Action, side action. And it's reversible to a gray. Original belts get kind of dicey sometimes, but they're oh, cool. It's just done. It's gray. But sometimes that gets like loose, and I used to have one that like every time I walked, it would like clink around. Oh, it was squeak. squeak. So those get those are the like ones you buy from like Ross or something. If you're looking for a good belt, Ross. If you're looking for good style, Ross. Oh, jeez. Actually, actually, the best fitting pair of jeans I've ever owned in my life. I bought it. Oh uh, yeah, I was there with you. They're sweet. They're twelve dollars. Yeah, I buy ties from Ross. It was awesome. One, yeah. Okay, anyways, belts, please don't wear a white belt. And if you do, it's okay. We forgive you. Don't do it again. Change it. Just look good. Look just, good, feel good, play good. Yes. Get your and if you're not playing, just like right. still like look good outside of golf. Also, if your clothes are going to be too tight or too baggy, get them fixed. Yeah, or go too baggy and then get them tailored. But for God's sakes, don't buy clothes that look like Under Armour compression mm. wear. No, that's... That's you need a little room to stay. Bad news bears. You need a little room. Leave yourself some room, people. Yeah. All right. We know you it. hit the gym the once box. a month and you think you look big, but just don't buy the just, tight shirts, people. Yeah, okay. You're not Tiger Woods. Moving on. How do I hit bombs like Mitch? That's me. I don't hit bombs, but... Yeah, you do. I hit it decent. You hit it decently far. He hits it decent. He hits it decent for a guy that's competing in the world long drive. I'm a horrible world long drive competitor. 
outstanding in the in the Saturday foursome. But Mitchell is the is the smush. Fa- I call him the smush factory. <laughs> I hit it pretty far, but it it's unintentional. It's just because I'm six foot two and two hundred and twenty pounds. So a lot of that just happens to do with the girth. <laughs> You're a big dude. I'm yeah. a big boy. You just and sequencing, man. You like sequence it pretty well. Okay. You don't, so the key if, is here's the key. This if, is this is what I figured. I'm gonna preach what I think is the key to hitting it far. Don't be so quick in a transition. Yeah. Get the club to the Tra- top. Transition. Chill for a second. Let it catch up and then speed up as fast as you can coming down. But it doesn't look like you swing as hard as you can. Whenever no, you yeah, hit no. golf balls, it's not that bad. So yeah, I mean your wedges get kind of dicey. You kind of nuke every like third wedge, I, but that's I'm okay. so bad at hitting wedges. I got right. no touch. Just got rough power. Touch. Yeah, powerhouse of the cell. Smush factory. The mitochondria of the, <laughs> of the golf foursome. <laughs> I love it. That was good. The mitochondria. I'm gonna the stamp mi- that on my next wedge. The mitochondria. 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 Nice. So Ryan, to answer your question. Sequencing. Get like, deep with the hips and just let her buck. Just as hard as you can. It's all also, hit driver everywhere. Yeah, I also hit drivers all the time. You should. All right. Um, how, does it, how does Ryan swing buttery like Boyd's? Mm, well. You first, you take your backswing four feet past parallel. Okay, shut your mouth. And okay. then you just slowly so, sling it back around. This is going to be... A, so, growing up, I was like... I think my freshman year of high school was like four foot eleven, and a little little chunky. So I like had to like put every ounce of my body into my swing to keep up with everyone that I played with, because I hit it like two twenty off the tee. And so, you know, it's kind of like my my swing finally like caught up with me these last few years. I do have a long swing. But I think like but I was, you don't get off plane, which but, is insane. You take it back like way too far. Okay, it's not then, that far. <laughs> it's not that far, but but then you just you bring it back exactly where you took it back on. Like it's it's. Doesn't... That's what I was taught. Like you, like you you bring it back and shout out to if Adam Scott's listening, not the PGA Tour player, that'd be cool. But Adam Scott, uh, he's the the head golf professional at Mississippi State Golf Course. Adam, let's get, get you on a pod. Yeah, Anyways, get you on here, I was in. I was hitting balls last year. I was like, Adam, I'm concerned about the length of my swing. My friends like make fun of me for it to no end. <laughs> like, do I need to shorten? He's like, I'm not gonna do his 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 southern accent because I don't want to <laughs> do any don't disgrace to the him. southerners. But he goes, he goes, Ryan, just just let it go. Just as long as you got good tempo just fine and so like tempo has always been kind of my big thing like I've, especially I've been working on if you think I think backswing's key for setting the tempo oh, yeah. slower if you think you have a slow backswing I would go slower you want yeah like slower is better because it, it gets your whole it goes back to sequencing it gets your whole body set up so if you you take it back nice and slow but still turn yeah like that's kind of what gets it for me. I would say I I take it back fairly slow too. You take it back really slow, which is cool. I like I and I I don't I don't I can't see my swing. I just right, it's but you feel, feel. it. It's just similar. So if I know like my best rounds of golf is when I my swing is in slow motion, but you know like 
They're just controlling it. Like what I think, seventy-five percent when I swing most of the time. I don't ever try to like munch on anything. That's how you get buttery. Yeah, and that's and it's like I munch everything. Because right, if you try buttery. to swing as hard as you can, you're not gonna hit the center of the club face. You're not gonna yeah do anything. And so like that's a big thing for me because I've always wanted to be a good ball striker. I'm still not, but like if I swing, if I have good tempo, my ball striking is gonna be good. And it's going to go farther than me if I try to so crush tempo, it every time. Tempo and slow the backswing down. That's that's it swing for me. Swing 75%, take one club that's higher. S- s- yeah, slow and majestic. That's kind of what I think when I okay. start getting too fast. Okay. Right. Thanks for the questions. Cut sauce. Cut sauce. That was a long answer. Yeah, geez. All right, next one. At Rigsby14. Tommy. It's my brother's friend, Tommy. Shout out, Tommy. Hey, Appreciate Tommy. you listening to the pod as a non-golf enthusiast. But we love your questions. Okay, here's the question. Why don't you both grow the lettuce? In parentheses, it'd be saucy. You're true. Which pros um, do you model your game after, or which pro do you play the most similar to? Favorite courses, favorite holes. A lot of questions there. Nice. Okay. I guess you want to start. You want yeah. Why don't we both grow the lettuce? Um, well, it, first of all, I don't. I've I've never had my hair that long to where it would be considered lettuce. I've had my hair long enough where I could pull it down into my mouth. Yeah, but you only really grow it but out on the top. It's not long on the side, so it would just look really weird. And then I'd have to put it in like a little knot thing, and I just. I just feel like that's not a look yeah. for me. Mine's getting, mine's getting pretty long right now, but mine gets really curly and really like... Dude, you get the wings going. I get like an afro almost. Little, little I get the wings, wings in the, the back ears. going. So I've grown it out a couple times, but no like where I can just like slick it back. But it's gotten pretty gnarly. But the thing for me is just like... Mine's worse. I just like the, I don't like the upkeep. Yeah. Even right now, my hair length is just like... I just hate doing it. Like up until my sophomore year of high school, I was the number four buzz cut. Mom got me in the garage, just right there. It's like low maintenance, man. That's what I'm all about. We did a two. Yeah, my dad rocks the two two. or one. One's in the summers. Shout out to Randy. Like for the one in the summer. Short hair. So yeah, I mean the the lettuce. It is a commitment. You got to commit. Takes a lot of. uh, Takes a lot of uh, time in the shower with the, with the condition. Yeah. But also, this is kind of just a side note for me. It's hard to have lettuce as a golf professional. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to be. You got to be buttoned clean up. kept. And since that's our end goal here, it, you just got to kind of. Mm-hmm. You got to look the part, and when you have crazy long hair, it's just not it. So. Some people, some people can do it. Don't get me wrong, but it's just it's, it's it's tough. All right, and then another question from from Tommy: Which pros do we model our game after, or which pro do you play the most similar to? So we're just gonna answer both because I think they're both kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, which pro do I model my game after? Uh, to, to be honest, I don't think I've ever like sat down and done that. You know, like who do, who I want to play like when I was younger. I will say in high school it was Ernie Els. Big easy. Big and slow. Big long swing, slow, powerful. Not slow, smooth. Yeah. Like it's not a slow swing, but it's just a he's not jumping at the ball. He's just using his body and I was a big guy just like he's a pretty big dude. 
So it was Ernie Ellis, Big Easy. That's what they called me back in the day. Nice. But yeah, now I'm not easy anymore. I really get after it. But I mean, back then it was definitely, and I still think like with the kind of the, like we were saying earlier, slow backswing and then just really get into it. I'm not super quick. Like Ricky Fowler is a player that has a crazy quick swing. Yeah. Temp, just fast. And, 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 yeah, Justin Thomas Tempo too. is quick. And there's other players that are much slower. So yeah. So I see more like Ernie Ells, I guess, is who I used to model my game after. I should probably try and model his swing more, like mm-hmm. his old swing. He's not that good anymore, but back in the day, he was it's great. Really good. What about you? Who do you model it after? Um, I mean, obviously, like growing up, like you're left-handed. Oh. And so, everyone like. Bubba Washington. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So like, <laughs> Phil's always been like my guy. Like, Phil. I've always liked to watch him and stuff. I probably that's where my stupid long backswing came from. You actually, yeah, that's that's funny. You kind of do have a. Similar. I mean, I've always like everyone was like, "Oh, you're gonna be like Phil one day." I was so like, similar. I kind of like took that to heart. So like, similar. that's kind of where my long backswing came from. But a person that I'd like to is like Freddie Couples. I think oh, his swing's yeah. so good because he's so another smooth, smooth as but super hand, like super feel player, Very like feely. really handsy. Yeah, so I would say wrist. like I'm. I would consider myself an aggressive player. Like you're kind of a fill, dude. I I don't got really anything to lose playing out there, so why not take chances and hit driver everywhere you can and try to hit the shots that are fun to hit. Like yeah. hit the shots. And I think like growing up, we used to like jack around and hit flop shots all the time and mess around and hit weird chip shots. And so I think that's like I've gotten decent at that, where I can hit shots that most people are like not comfortable with like if i have a chip on the fairway i'm not gonna hit an eight iron bump and run i'm gonna take out my 58 degree and I hit a lob that. wedge up there and everyone's like like my golf coach in high school is like what, what are you doing like, yeah why are you doing this and i think it's comfortable for you yeah i mean it, 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 i something that i've i've done hundreds of thousands of times so that i, I would say phil probably phil and freddie I, i'd like to think which pro do you play the most similar to that's yeah. That's kind of the same for me. For you. Yeah. I don't know. For me. I don't know. A lot of the guys that hit it really Brooks far. Brooks Kepka. No. <laughs> a lot of the guys that hit it really far, are just good wedge players. They're good at hitting drivers and short irons. But I would say. Can I can I answer for you? Yeah sure. I would say, you're a mix between, Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson. Wow. You're. I'm gonna. Get, I'm. I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna I'm take blushing. it. E- I'm gonna take it easy on you. <laughs> so you're you're pre. You're like pre 2016 DJ before he won the U.S. Open. That like. Okay. Absolutely Just pound. Like one of the best ball strikers in the world, but when he got 100 yards and in, he was not not the best. That's and so me. like, your putting is probably like the most lacking in your game. But now, I mean, you've gotten. Just even like the couple years we've been playing together, you like you've gotten a lot better. And Rory's kind of the same way. Like, cause you. I think you're one of the better ball strikers I know, but the wedges are kind of the right now. The for wedges you. are not good. My putter was hot today. Yeah, and so oh. like that's why I say like I think DJ got, is pretty we, close. You don't have the same swing, but like not at all. But that's kind of how you play. I, Thanks, I would man. think. Yeah. Hey, I feel honored. <laughs> I want to side note for those of you who listened to the first podcast and heard a little bit about my putter demons. Good news, we may have found the solution. The TaylorMade Spider Mini. Ooh, that's sweet. I just got a new putter too. Which one did you get? The Odyssey Stroke Lab 
seven. It's Ooh. like the little, like the little, like Ooh. mini mini fang. Yeah, fang. They're sweet, man. I'm excited to use it. So we'll so we'll, yeah. we'll get back to you on that with how the putting's going. Yeah, I've I've played three rounds with this putter and it just feels good. I just feel like I'm gonna make everything. Yeah. Made a deep bomb for birdie on eight today. Shout out to Will and Sleepy Justin for accompanying me in a round for of your, golf. For your post birthday round. Everyone Mitchell oh, Mitchell yeah. is now twenty one years old. It's so awesome. Give I'm no a, longer a young round boy. Of applause. <laughs> I've I've graduated to adulthood. A big the big two one. That's that's awesome. Okay. But yeah, it was fun today. We played um we played at Eisenhower. Putted pretty good, so that was fun. Okay. Favorite golf course. Favorite courses. We'll just do favorite golf course. Not including Desert Hawk. And not including Thorn Creek because those are the home tracks. Okay. So favorite golf course that isn't the course you grew up on. Okay. Wow, that's hard. Oh. I'm Man, can we do top three? No. I just want to explain them okay, all. Okay, we'll do top three. Okay, in no particular order, top three. Four Mile Ranch in Canyon City. Um, the Country Club in Brooklyn, Massachusetts, where I did, where I worked last. Mm-hmm. And um, Plum Creek. Really? In Castle Rock. Interesting. I, I just, they're... So four mile, just quirky course. It's it's a golf course. If you haven't played it, that if you want to go have fun and not care what you shot, That's go go play. Yeah, go play with someone like that has played there before. So you can just a lot of weird shots, blind greens, yeah, blind yeah, yeah. tee shots, punt big giant bulls in the greens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and then it's awesome. Uh, the country club. I, I worked there for seven months. It's just ninety nine Ryder Cup, thirteen USAM. It's going to have the U.S. Open there in twenty twenty two. It's just a fun oldest course. country club in. United States. United States. Yeah, it's just a really, really fun, hard golf course, but it's just got some, Just it just looks so good, and it plays plays even better than it looks. So, okay. And then Plum Creek is just Pete Dye. So it's just, there's just fun holes. It's in the mountains, good good scenery. It's yeah. always in decent shape, so yeah. just a fun one. All right. Okay. What about you? Um, favorite courses, also in no particular order, Highland Meadows. Okay. For whatever reason, that was always a course in high school that we just I played well, meaning well, meaning at like a seventy-seven or seventy-eight, and it was just <laughs> like I could just always count on that one to be a good round. For it just sets up well to my eye. Yeah. For some reason. Okay. Um. So Highland Meadows, um, Frost Creek, and Vale. Nice played it like once and a half <laughs> but it was so cool and it, it actually set up pretty well for me i like i liked the way it looked off the tee yeah it's gorgeous it's in great shape like if i could choose to play a couple courses again before i died it would be that'd be that one would be one of them cool for sure i like that and then um anyone capital in- city club crab apple nice yeah you've told me so much about that crab place. apple course it was uh uh, outside of Atlanta, cool internship site down there. It was a sweet course, tough Fazio, huge bunkers and huge greens. Uh, bunkers, very large. Yeah, it's just a cool spot. It's just kind of secluded out there. It's quiet. The course is massive, beautiful. Yeah, cool. those would be my probably my three, not including of course the Pearl. Well, that's that was the rules. Yeah, yeah. And so desert sack. Yeah. 
Okay, so then favorite holes. Let's just do favorite hole. Like a favorite golf hole. That just like... Just you just like it. Just come to your mind right now. Favorite hole. Go. I don't know. Eisenhower. Blue course. Number 11. Really? Just because you can hit a hook and it goes like way down the hill. <laughs> exactly why I like it. And then it, you hitting over a pond into like this kind of a, a green that I just tree lined on both sides. Just straight tree line. There's really nothing left or right. Yeah. Just trees. Mm-hmm. You can just bomb it over the bunker with a little draw or a big old snap hook, whatever you want to do, and run down the hill and then just hit like a seven iron into the green, par five. Big fan of par fives. Yeah. Downhill par fives, big fan. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. I don't know. I would say for like a hole that I like, it's not like the the prettiest or anything. It's like Holly Dot Golf Course, number four. It's down in Colorado City. What? So like an hour south of where I grew up. It's just like, it's a really short par four. Um, there's kind of it's like tree lined a little bit it's just short and I've always like had fun playing it because you could play it a million different ways okay I don't know it's just like uh, like like iconic hole like that sticks out from my childhood yeah I haven't played there in probably four or five years but I don't know okay so now what's your favorite hole at Desert Hawk Mm. favorite hole at the home course Mm. that's a tough one all my friends listening they're gonna like criticize me all the pueblo west boys and girls down there listen to the podcast um wow i would say i would say either number three or oh gosh or 13 13 so 13 is just another straight par four one of my good buddies michael um he lived on that hole so we 13 is a par four yeah it's really short with like is it a dog leg right no it's just straight it's pretty straight so, but it's right before the par four, the long par four, long par three, sorry. Doesn't it turn right a little bit? A little bit, barely. But anyways, okay. it's just a fun hole. Like okay. I played it a Got lot. It. The green is the hardest green to read on the golf course. So I'd probably say that. And number three is just because you can play it 10 different ways and you can get 10 different scores on it. You can, if you hit a good drive, you can go for it in two, but it's really, it's a really tough shot because it's a severe dog league, right? Okay. Those are, yeah, those are my favorite D Hawk. What about the Pearl? The Pearl. Thorn Creek Golf Course. Um, it's a lot harder than I thought. Now that I have to answer it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, at Thorn Creek, I really dig number six. Well, I guess, sorry. Old number six, so new 15. It's a par four. Baby dog leg left. It's perfect. Just hit a little draw in there, and then you have like a wedge into the green. I nice. just think it's fun. Every time I step up, I'm like, yeah, this is no more than a four here. Yeah. At most. So that's cool. And then um, the other hole I really like on that course is uh, was 12, and then it's now three. Mm-hmm. It's like a 600-yard uphill par five. Nice. It's cool. Good nice. hole. Well, okay. Well, thanks, Okay. at Rigsby. Tommy, appreciate you. Next question from the brother of Mitchell, Bradley M. Gore. Be rad. says, what are your favorite kinds of burritos or favorite elements of burritos? Favorite kinds of burrito? Obviously breakfast Breakfast. burrito. Actually, I don't know, a little California burrito with like steak, pico de gallo. You could do a breakfast burrito with steak. 
Yeah. Or there's no egg in it, I guess. And they got like potatoes and stuff. That's a good one. But yeah, breakfast for breakfast me. burrito for sure. Favorite elements of the burrito. So as a burrito, as a self-proclaimed burrito connoisseur, <laughs> I, I have to say that one of the biggest things for me when I'm eating the burrito is the ratio of the ingredients. Don't load it down with eggs. Don't load it with hash browns. Just get a nice bit of everything. Also, the potatoes are critical. Yeah, you. so many people put too much potatoes because they're cheap in burritos. It's like cheap for them. So they like load it with potatoes. Load it up. Yeah. But yeah, potatoes with some seasoning, oh, you can taste that. It sticks right out. Yeah. I think for me, my favorite element, obviously growing up in Pueblo, we put green chilies on everything. So you got to have... The green chili. Yeah, it's a little. You gotta have a little spice, cause like if you just get a cheese, egg, potato, and like meat burrito, there's for me it's just bland. I like putting either some kind of hot sauce or if it's got chili, either in it or smothered. That's that's big, big for me. That's why yeah, I like. I, agree. I like it. I was so excited when I saw the first the burrito at Eisenhower. The, yeah. With the green chili. That's for me. So. Um, also, I do really appreciate different kinds of tortillas. I didn't think that was a big deal, but You've op- they've opened your eyes. It's opened now. my eyes. Nice. I like the chipotle ones, kind of the spicier, like orangish ones. Those are good. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Brad. Lee. Yeah, make sure you. Co- my mom doesn't like a Breves. Bradley. It's Bradley. All right. Next one. At Emily Nolly. <laughs> if you went on staff right now, who would it be with? What clothing company, and then what clothing company would you want to be sponsored by? So if you're on tour. So do clubs for the staff deal, and then clothing company. I think we talk about this like once a month, honestly. Yeah, we talk about it a lot. And I don't think mine has ever changed. For me. Titleist. I would do, yeah, probably, probably Titleist just because. Because it's Titleist. Yeah, it's Titleist, Scotty Cameron. I have AP2s and Vokey Wedges, so. That's kind of like the core, and their their drivers are good. Like the the TS two and TS three are sweet that they yeah. came out with. That would probably so, be my clubs. The so Titleist for the equipment, and then clothing. Clothes. <laughs> That's tough. I go back and forth between like. Be dratty. No. No. What? No. Do you like your favorite shirt ever? I know. I have only one shirt of it, so I don't know the whole oh. line. Oh. <laughs> it's like such a sweet shirt. RLX. RLX or Peter Millar, I would say. Or Adidas, honestly. Like, if you think about it, if you go on staff with, like, a Nike or Adidas, then you get all their, you get all their, like, their uh, athletic swag. Their sneakers. Like, I have, Adidas sneakers are the best. Their golf shoes shoes. are so good. So, like, RLX doesn't make shoes. Millar, their golf shoes are G4, and they're good. They're good. But I think Adidas golf shoes are, I would say Adidas or Millar. Okay. All right. You? TaylorMade. Of course. Because <laughs> their stuff is bomb. A little bias there. Superior, no. <laughs> superior product. Sure. Absolutely. Team TaylorMade, Team Mag. Their store is coming out with cool new stuff. And it's so good. Come out with stuff like every two months. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they haven't done that in a few years. They used to, but they were going out of business. So they've switched it up, and now it's good. Just keep in mind that up until this point, Four for four and major victories with the TaylorMade driver. Yeah. Good job, TaylorMade. Okay, close. Everyone, TaylorMade clubs are great. Um, also, I have the mini spider and that putter is just flames. Uh, close, Peter Millar. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, our, they got so much, like everything. Like, Peter Moore is, suits. It's nice for me because it's a little bit bigger in the body, <laughs> but like the arms aren't massive and the collar's not huge. And they so, make like, like the pullovers well. are nice. T-shirts are cool. They do shorts and they do a lot of like casual wear loafers, too. dude. They do sweet loafers. Sweet loafers, yeah. G fours. I'm looking at mine right now. They're nice. Love yeah. them. I have a pair. Big into the classic look. Lars just just solid all around. Peter Lars. They're yeah. a little expensive, so. That would but that's be the why one. we're sponsored. You know? Yeah, you, you take advantage of that expensive Give me this stuff. Yeah, nice. All right, thank you, Emily. Thanks, Emily. Good question. All right, next question from at Noah twenty three underscore ten. Our friend Noah. Who is the best non golfer you've played with? <laughs> that's gonna be Noah. Noah. <laughs> I've never played with Noah, but I heard he's fun to play with. Yeah, he's not a golfer. How do you do, and what do you define like non golfer? Um, Someone that's like never played or like he's plays. Played, but like he doesn't own his own clubs. He hasn't been golfing in like a decade. Oh. And so he wanted to come play golf with me. So I was like, sure. Went to Eisenhower. He was using my clubs with extra stiff shafts, like almost blade heads. <laughs> stiff, like every, just everything was. He's. I would say. He's a soccer player. Yeah. So no, he's, not, dude, he's, not a, he's not a. He's not a. That would, that's an mega swing speed kind of player, but he he actually played he played one hole. We only played like four holes, but he played one hole from start to finish. Did all right. He had a sweet bunker shot. Like what? If you gave me fifteen balls to replicate the shot that he hit, I couldn't do it. He set up in the bunker, feet totally square to the line, club face totally square to the path, just chopped down like a foot behind the ball in the sand. Tossed it out perfectly and it rolled up to about <laughs> two Love inches. It. it was nuts, dude. Because I was like, "Oh wait, you're gonna want to." And then he just starts swinging. And I said, "Oh no, perfect shot. It's great." Shout so Noah, I there you go. I'd say for me, this uh, this kid I worked with in the bag room in Boston, his name is Miguel. Miguel. He uh, he goes to UMass and like doesn't know. He didn't know a whole lot about golf. This was like his first golf course job. We worked in the bag room together. Mm-hmm. And, like, we didn't really, we didn't play much. We, we, like, putt and hit shots. Just, like, I don't know. He just has a lot of fun. So, Miguel, if you're listening to this, you can't beat me with your putter. It's an inside joke. So, if you know, you know. So, that's All my right. answer. So, now, I have a question. Okay. It's not really a qu- It's more just a point of discussion we should okay. think, talk about. Discussion. Should there be a universal golf ball that all tour players are required to use no now think about it in the, every other sport that involves a ball I know baseball I understand that basketball tennis you don't just roll up with your own stuff right sure but does it no does that help or hurt it the like is a golf ball considered equipment or part of or no a golf ball in golf especially it's, it's an individual sport so for example, what do you mean? NFL you NFL tennis. sponsored by Wilson, MLB is sponsored by Rawlings, yeah. NBA, I, like Spalding or they're something? Spalding or Wilson or something. So these are companies that sponsor the sport. TaylorMade or Titleist or Bridgestone doesn't sponsor the PGA Tour. These guys are getting paid to use these balls. It's a business, so I would say. But you could be the same thing with saying like what kind of shoes basketball players wear, what bat they use. Okay. It's different, but the so, ball is the same. Cause it's a... So are you going to say that that all MLB players have to use the same bat or the same glove? 
No, because they or use the different clubs in golf. Okay, so... But I, think about it like... It's an individual... It's apples and oranges again, Mitch. Tennis. Okay. Individual sport. There's teams. There's two-man teams. See, it's individual. If, if me and you play a two-man event, we would have to use one ball. We'd have to use the same ball. We can't switch out balls. Right. So, in golf or in tennis? In golf. Right, in golf. So, and same as tennis. But it's... I, I just think it's interesting. That's, that's how it's been forever in a year. I so. think it's the, interesting that's the well, only sport was, where the golf ball is considered like an individual piece of equipment. Yeah. I mean, it. I guess actually, you know what? Now that you. You're coming in contact. What I. On, here's, a, here's a good point. You're the only player that comes in contact with that ball. Exactly. So I didn't think about exactly. that until just now. Yeah. And I was like, it's a cool debate because like. Or like rolling the golf ball back. Do you want to go back to like wound golf balls and stuff? Do you want to go like, what about this one? Like, for a tournament like the Masters, really old school, really prestigious. Like, does everyone play the golf ball there, or does everyone play the same golf ball in majors to make the field even? I I just I don't know. I I don't think so. It's just kind of an interesting thing to talk about. It would be like Folks, in baseball if they were like, yeah, give me that that super like springy ball right now so I can just. Pop one yeah, out. like baseball, they all keep it in a, like Colorado. You have to they keep the ball in a humidifier so it would fly at the same mm. as it would in New York. Or really? Something. Yeah, they it, they keep it in a humidifier. I didn't know that. Same with like NFL has regulations for ball pressure. Like everyone heard of Deflate Gate with the Patriots. Yep. Like you got to keep this, the ball at the same pressure. They keep it all in the same place. So they have they have standards there too. But it's just so different, man. All right. Good question. Don't good shoot debate. The messenger for those. There listening um no no i'm not send us in like your thoughts too like people listening what do you think what do you think should do what do you think the pga tour should do to the ball these guys are hitting like 400 yards do they make it a universal ball everyone has to play the same one or do they just put more restrictions on it yeah i mean make it like rolling the golf ball back is a term they use to describe like going back to former technology how about this one like in baseball, for example, from the day you pick up a bat, from the day you're draft until the day you're drafted, what kind of bat do you use? Aluminum. Aluminum, or, or metal, composite or, or composite. whatever it is. You, yeah. It's composite now. What do you use in the MLB? Wood. Wood. Maybe it's the clubs. Like I, I don't want to segue on that, but that's Ooh. just like, let's, that that's a that's a discussion for another time. But Sheesh. you never know. I mean, it's it's a it's definitely one of the hottest debates in golf at the moment with how good technology is getting so I like that question good question favorite golf foursome of non-golfers so like non-PGA tour players yeah is that what you meant by it or no yeah like past you and do like non-past or present in general so like like Arnie does he count he's in he's a golfer okay like PGA tour favorite golf foursome of not PGA tour players okay dead or alive okay and then the same thing with tour players, dead or alive. Okay. You could start. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah, you're on the That's hot seat now. That's why I asked it. Okay. Favorite. So my golf foursome. If I had to put a foursome together, me and three people that are not on the PGA Tour. It's and, almost like uh, the, what four people would you have a beer with, you know? <laughs> kind of yeah. that question. I guess it's almost like, what, three people. Am I yeah. included in the foursome, or do I just Abs- have to watch? No, yeah, you're the caddy. <laughs> okay, so uh, three people aren't on the PGA Tour. Um, Historical figures, people. 
Dude, I don't know why it's so hard. Uh, you got a favorite president? I was going to think, I mean, I don't have a favorite president, but it'd be kind of funny to do three presidents. Yeah, just from like different eras. Yeah. We're like, for me, I would be like, like a like Wayne Gretzky would probably be one, like oh. just a fame. Oh, this was this. Yeah, we were talking about this the other day at lunch. So, it would be for me Wayne Gretzky, Babe Ruth because he's just like he seemed like the dude back in the day, and then the third one would be like, I don't know, probably Glenn Glenn Workman. Glenn, if you're listening to this, you're not on tour yet. So we're going to go play Not golf. Not yet, but it will be soon. So that would be my foursome. Babe Ruth, Wayne Gretzky, and Mr. Glenn Workman and myself. Glenn. That'd be a fun one. Wow. Where would you play? Desert Hawk, obviously. Desert Hawk. He'd shoot like... Bring, bring Glenn would Wayne shoot like 62. I would shoot like 97. And then we'd have a good time. My non-golf, non-PGA Tour foursome. I'm struggling right now. I've got mad, like, writer's block in the brain. Okay, do you want to go to PGA Tour? Um, go to P- oh, here we go. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> no, nah, I lost it. Okay, PGA Tour. Okay. I'm going to go. Okay. I need a second to think. Um, ben Hogan. Yeah. Watch that special on Golf Channel. Yeah, it's good. Now I want to play golf with Ben Hogan after watching it. Ben Hogan. Um. Probably Arnold Palmer. Yeah. Probably Jack. The legends. Yeah. No Tiger. I mean, it's Tiger Woods. Like, yeah. it would be cool to play golf with Tiger Woods, but also, like, it's Jack Nicklaus. Yeah. Like, those guys were pioneers. Yeah, for sure. Arnie, just the man. Jack was was his biggest competition. And Ben Hogan was Ben Hogan. He's like the grand, almost like the grandfather of yeah, grandmaster kind of era, grandmaster. Right. Um, and I like we, that. We'd play at uh, Cyprus. Nice. Because I know that's the only time I'd ever be able to play there in my whole life. <laughs> All right, for me, it would be probably Ben Hogan and Arnie. Like that's such a that's a it's not a cop out answer, but like how could you not? Yeah, those are just. There's the boys. And then, like, I think it would be cool, like, old Tom Morris. Ooh. The guy that, like, he's, like, the founder the of golf. first ever golf head professional and superintendent. Ever. Yeah, I mean, he can't, they did, didn't he do St. Andrews, like, the old course? He came out, like, he designed yeah. that. And, like, I just, just, like, history of golf. That's just wow. awesome. That's a good one. To yeah. Think about that one. All right. That's, that's mine. Okay. okay. My you, non, my okay. non-PGA <laughs> tour guys. There we go. Um. I just had a good one too. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Okay. He's funny. He, he's just always happy. Someone just really just cracked. He talked. Cracked so jokes. do you go Jimmy Fallon and his like his partner in crime Justin Timberlake? Because <laughs> they're always together. Just, that would he be, plays golf too. That would too. be crazy. Justin Timberlake and Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, we'll do that. Those two. Those are good. And then. Um, Like Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. All right. That's a good one. You know how I just thought of? Bill Murray. Yeah, I thought about Bill Murray too, but I heard he's kind of a jerk. Oh, really? Like, he's kind of a... 
You know that so Bill Murray and um what's a um something like family vacation or like the Christmas who's the who's the actor? Oh he's the he's the golfer in Clark Gable? Ca- no in Caddyshack, he's the the good player. Oh, I don't know. I can't oh, think of it right what's now. What's his name? I don't know. Uh, Danny's his caddy. We're looking at. We're Hold going on, to the end of here. What's his name? We're going. Oh, uh, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chevy Chase and Bill Murray were on this the first ever season of Saturday Night Live together. Okay. And they got a so. Bill Murray kind of jumped out of that and started doing big movies, and everyone was kind of like, "Oh, you know, Bill Murray, like, big shot." And then, like, three seasons later, he came back as a guest star, and him and Chevy Chase got a fist fight, sick behind the stage, like beat each other up, broke their noses and stuff. And then, years later, maybe this was before. This was a couple years after that they filmed Caddyshack. Wow. And there's only one scene in the entire movie when where together. both of them are on set at the same time. And it's when he hits his ball into like his little shed. Interesting. When they're talking about the grass, his, yeah. his blend. Yeah. It's the only scene in the entire movie where they were on set at the same time. Wow. And they filmed them like to where Bill Murray was there for the morning and then Chevy Chase would be there in the afternoon for filming. Interesting. They were never together. That's cool. I was just looking. They just Toy Story 4. Oh yeah, Toy Story Four. Like, what about like, what about like Tom Hanks would be kind of fun. Tom Hanks would be cool. There's so many good good, people, man. I was trying to think of some actors. I love Matthew McConaughey as an actor. He's just so funny. Just such a goon. Yeah. That's I like yours. That's I just like laughing. So that that one could change like on the daily for me, honestly. It would change every day. Those are some good. Yeah. Okay. Well, that concludes our Q and A. That was that was a deep Q and A. All right. I think we're always gonna let's let's like plan to do a Q and A almost every episode. So. If you have just questions, Brief, random yeah. questions, we'll, we won't take this long of time, but just kind of answer them. And now we come down to our final segment of the show, which is... Lechuga de la semana. Semana. Is it semana? Semana. 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 Lettuce of the week. Lettuce of the week. Woohoo! We have a good one. <laughs> We're going to post a picture of this guy, so you should check it out on the... Uh, on the old Insta. on the Instagram page. Also, we're gonna have to post a picture of, of uh, Sturdy, our roommate, because we we didn't post a picture of him last week in his hair. Yeah. And if we do that every other week and forget him, he's gonna be upset. So very. We're gonna do that, but also Richard Lee. Oh my. PGA Tour player in the field at the U.S. Open. No one's ever heard of this guy. And oh my lettuce. This is nice. He missed the cut at the U.S. Open, but we figured going along with the theme. To like, get someone in the field, so it's, this guy's got some hair. It is so long, and it's just so good looking too, like flowy, there's, shiny. There's just so much of it, dude. There's some good pictures. Like wow, I mean it's it's like oh, it's luscious. It is covering the collar on his shirt. You can't see the back of his shirt collar yeah, at all. So shout out to Richard Lee. Richard Lee. Hope you listen to the podcast at some point, dude, because you have. The lettuce of the week. Congrats, man. Congrats. We should. We'll tag him. <laughs> Dude, we should see if he sees it. I love it. <laughs> All right. That's gonna wrap it up. Yeah, that was a long one, guys. Um, thanks for listening. We'll get back at you next week with some 
more stuff. So send in your another breakfast burrito next week. Send in your thoughts, ideas, comments, questions, just anything you you think that we can do to make this. We need stuff to talk about that's relevant to what you want to listen to. Yep, it's here for you. So do it. Send it. Email it. And as always, DM it. Get out there, play some golf, eat a breakfast burrito, eat a burrito, and let it grow. Let it flow. <laughs>